Thank you for listening to the Data is My Science podcast, the show that makes data your passion. With your host, Dapper Data. What's up, what's up, what's up, y'all? You are listening to the Data is My Science podcast, the show that makes data your passion. This is your host, Dapper Data. How y'all doing today, man? All right, so look, I know that I talk a lot about data. You know, sometimes it's a little fun. You know, I've been doing some fun stuff here and there. Um, But this time I wanted to get, I wanted to shed some light on something that I really thought about over the weekend. I was thinking, man, like my son, right? My son, my son is 10. So I have two of them. One is 10, one is three. Uh, one is named Bobby and the other one's named Josiah. So the 10-year-old's name is Bobby, a.k.a. B3. I think y'all met him before on, um, on. well, y'all met him on my YouTube, uh, on my YouTube um, podcast. If you, if you tune in, uh, you, you were able to meet him before. And, and, and the dude is 10 years old, right? He's in the games. He's in all that good stuff, like Roblox and all that stuff. Um, but something that I thought about, I was like, man, kids will never know what life was like without data sharing, right? Let that sink in real quick and, and let that like process it and understand what that means. Okay. Cause if I if I could break down, like I look at I look at my son's life, right, right now at the age of 10. And then I look at my son growing up, uh, who's three now, when he grows up, when he grow, gets to be in like 10 years old, uh, maybe older, um, you know, they will never understand what it was like without data sharing, right? And being able to collaborate and all that stuff like that, you know, that they can do now. And that's all great, cool stuff, right? But I don't know how you can get to get through their heads that, you know, that that this it was never like this, right? When I was growing up. And so, you know, I was born in like 1985. Uh, so I'm 35 years old. Um, I asked Alexa the other day. Like just to make sure I understood, like when the when did the internet come out? Right, the internet came out. Um, well, they started doing like uh, like handshakes and stuff like that, like TCP/IP and all that stuff, you know, for the techie people. Um, two years before that, right? So that was like uh, nineteen eighty um, eighty three timeframe. Now, you know, the internet officially. I think came out around like two years after I was born. And so, you know, I was able to see or go through some of the stages where, you know, it was still shaky and things like that. But when it first really was was hot and popping, you know, I was old enough to probably get on the Internet, you know. Um, but I but I also saw when it was not really that hot. Right. Um, but anyway, so if I can walk you through like like my son, Bobby B3, you know, he wakes up to Alexa, right? And the Amazon Echo uh, that allows you to set alarms, allows you to ask, you know, things like Google, you know, or something like that, you know, allows you, allows you to ask the internet, 
<clears throat> you know, about information, you know, what's the weather, all that stuff. Um, who's the hottest rapper out there? Who's the best NBA player? Who's the who's the smartest scientist? You know, what's the what's the fastest car? You know, things like that. Um, but he uses it to wake him up in the morning. Uh, now, you know, he's 10 years old, so I still end up trying to wake him up sometimes. You know, he act like he don't hear the alarm. But anyways, that's neither here or there, right? This dude is is already using technology that uses the internet, right, at the age of 10. Whereas I wasn't really focused on any of that, right? But it's not hitting him, okay? So he wakes up. He gets, he has school, right? Monday through Friday. Um, and during school, you know, they're using things like Google Drive, which is like a sharing mechanism to be able to put documents in there and you can access it from any computer in the world, things like that. It's a cloud, right? To be able to store files, documents, you know, videos, all that good stuff. Uh, he uses that, right? To upload his, his, his schoolwork, uh, that's like information sharing right there, right? You're able to share information across. You can put who can see it and all that good stuff. You know, he plays video games afterwards. And, um, you know, with the video games, it's, it's, it's data sharing there as well, right? They're they're gathering information from, from him while he's playing the games. He doesn't know it, uh, but... He's also providing information, right? He he downloads one game. They ask him, you know, first name, last name. You know, he just puts it in there, right? Birthday, put it in there, great, you know. But in the background, they're collecting all of this data, right, for their own purpose. Um, but as a kid, as a teenager or preteen, whatever it is, you know, they're not, they don't really care about that stuff, right? They're not thinking about it. Um, but, yeah, so he has a laptop. You know, when you first log into your laptop, brand new laptop, all that stuff, it asks you to connect to, you know, the internet, you know, and, and it's just it's just a lot of information gathering. You know, they're able to send videos, they're on social media, on TikTok, you know, everything when you log in for the first time is asking all this information, right? Ethnicity, birthday, you know, phone number sometimes, all that stuff, right? They're just gathering information. Um, and I see him on YouTube, right? He's on YouTube a lot which is another way of being able to share information, right? You can upload videos and stuff to it so you can share, but you can also receive a lot of information out there as well. And, and like what happens is when you're trying to receive this information, you're, it's like knowledge sharing. There's some good stuff out there. There's some bad stuff on YouTube, but it's all a central way to be able to do like sharing of information, right? And data. Okay. But if I look back, like during my years and I try to compare it to now, okay, like video games, for instance, they were on cartridges, they were on CDs, right, I mean, I had Nintendo, uh, then Nintendo 64 came out, that was still a cartridge, Atari, uh, Sega Genesis, all that stuff, right, uh, those were like cartridges, and then even going, growing up and, and getting older, my dad, he used to come in uh, on his birthdays, right, he would, he would be buying a video game for me on his birthday, but it came in a, it came in a cartridge, right? Or it came in a, a CD case or something like that. And I thought those things were that was really cool, right? It was something to hold on to, something great. Uh, but you know, as you get older, like now, my son, he he likes video games. He plays Madden just like I played it. But they can download it to the PlayStation now from the internet, 
right? As long as you're connected to the internet, the PlayStation Store, you put your username, password in there, or your credentials, right? And and you just say download. Of course, they have to have your credit card information, whatever, all that stuff. Uh, but still, you can download it right there. You don't have to um, have a physical game anymore, okay? We were pressed to do things like go to the movies. Now they can use Netflix and Hulu and all that good stuff. Um, and uh, our technology did not use data to understand things like behavior or or like uh, or make recommendations to connect to games, right? Like do that globally. So now, like my son is able to, he gets recommendations of who he should be playing because based off of the level that he's at and the way he's playing, he actually gets recommendation of who can play that's at the same level or maybe better so he can get better, whatever it is. He gets those type of recommendations, right? That's artificial intelligence at work and machine learning at work and and, and they're not even thinking about that, okay? And so that's really the gen, like I look at my son as like that Gen Z, right, era which is generational Z, so that's like 1997 and after. And it just hit me, right, that they will never know what it was like when the internet did not exist, okay? <laughs> when the internet did not exist, I was sitting there, instead of Googling stuff, right, instead of uh, looking at a browser for something, instead of trying to search for information out there, I'm reading an encyclopedia book a big ass encyclopedia book that I had to pick up <laughs> and um, and open this book up and I was sitting there trying to figure out what a word meant, right? I'm reading the dictionary, you know, to see it, to be able to do that. You know, I'm taking a physical calculator, being able to do the math behind things, right? When I can just Google now, you know, certain math equations, it'll come right up or I can uh, do research a definition right there. You know, my son asked me a question. I'm like, go Google it, go research it. Right. You know, um, just, I'm just going to say this. Um, I was talking to a friend the other day and they brought up a good point that there should be a research class for kids out there. Right. And that's just, to me, that's, that would be amazing. Right. For my 10 year old to be able to understand how to research. Okay. So, Whoever's listening, if you're in the education department, please just go ahead and start that class up so we can get this thing started for that generation um, because they don't know how to research. They don't know how to go Google stuff, figure stuff out. And that's going to be key for them when they get older. They're in their careers and they're trying to solve a problem. Okay, they should know how to research and figure it out themselves. Uh, but anyways, to get back on track, right, uh, it's benefits, Right. They have a huge amount of benefits that's going on for this generational Z era that allows them to communicate more effectively. Right. Uh, connect. Do online gaming. They got streaming media. They got social media. Uh, there's just new ways to be able to be creative and to collaborate and all that good stuff. So it's just it's cool. It's cool for sure. You know, I wouldn't. I love the the fact that I've been able to see from, you know, beginning to end. Well, not end, but I guess being able to see for uh, for this many years, I've been able to see the transition, right, from no internet to internet, and to the collaboration that's going on now. Uh, but there's some downside, okay, to this, and that's what I wanted to get to. 
And so with all the data sharing, right, with 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 pluses, there with pluses, there's always the minuses. There's always a negative that comes in to things. And so it's really just being mindful of both. And uh, understanding that some of the downsides, right, based off of research that's been going on, uh, the addition of digital media and data sharing means that there's a possibility of depression that could occur, anxiety, uh, bullying, addiction to something um, within the digital media realm, feeling inadequate, and unethical data usage that's out there and privacy violations as well. And so that's the stuff that we as parents need to be mindful of that comes along with this data sharing. Data sharing is cool, but here are the disadvantages of that. And we have to really be able to focus in on our kids and help them understand that. Um, so, I mean, as we all know, teen, teens are unaware of this type of stuff. So my son, he's like 10 years old. You know, he'll be a preteen soon, 11, 12-year-old range. And... Uh, all the way up to even the, the the kids that are graduating high school, right? They're still 18, 19. Um, most of them are unaware of this, these downsides that come along with this new digital media age, and rightfully so, right? I mean, they're probably like, please, please, parents, please, mom and dad, do not kill my vibe, right? And I get it. Don't kill my vibe. And we don't want to do it, right? But I need to talk to the parents to let them know that there's certain information being shared, like personal information, your PII, okay? That information is being shared out there. And um, you just have to be mindful of what is being shared, right? Of course, you got your first name, last name, all that stuff. But in order for them to do things like download some of these games, you need to put your credit card information in there. Uh, they're asking for, you know, birthdays, phone numbers, things like that. Uh, um, behavioral information, preferential information. Uh, so what's your preference? Right. They want to know those things tied to the individual and ethnicity so they can make better decisions on how to uh, um, uh, do updates to the games or, or to the uh, social media platforms. Um, and they're looking at usage, too, you know, uh, how much is being used by who. And the goal is to retain this information, attract more users and to engage longer for monetary purposes. Right. So there is some some uh, um, uh, was it methods to the madness or something like that. So there's something going on there where they, they they have goals right for this. And a lot of it is not necessarily like negative goals or they're not for malicious purposes. But it is information that is personal to you and can be used for malicious, uh, malicious purposes. So just keep those things in mind. And I want you to take. All that I just told you and think a little deeper, right? Let me take you through the process of a kid, right? That's on social media. They're on TikTok. They're on Instagram. They're on YouTube. They're on all these different social media platforms, um, Facebook, right? Twitter. And these are great platforms, right? For collaboration. But I look at my son now, right? Now I'll take you through like a, a story that could possibly happen. So my son, 10 years old. If he says, hey, that at the age of 12, right, so that's two years later, right, two years from now, and he says that I don't want to be on social media anymore. I'm like, okay, cool. You know, delete your account. 
all right, cool. How do you do that? He goes off, finds it, figures out how to delete his account. Um, or, you know, maybe I told him, say, hey, look, I need you to take a break from social media. I need you to delete your account. Or maybe he did something that I didn't like. I want you to delete your account. Whatever it was, we're at the we're at the point now where he wants to or I want him to delete his account. So now he decides to delete his account. What happens from there? Okay. Is the data really gone? No, probably not. All right. So think about this. Throughout that two years, right, that he started being on social media and then ended his social media, he might have tagged someone else or been tagged or a post that he was mentioned on or he mentioned somebody on a post. Um, those things more than likely will still exist somewhere in social media land. Um, there's some systems out there that do scrubbing of the account after it has um, been, after it has been, you know, deemed to be deleted. But what about the data that's already been repurposed, right, or reposted? So just keep those things in mind because that data still is out there as well, all right? And there's screenshots that are being taken. Okay, all this stuff is being repurposed and 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 reposted, and so you know it's very hard to say. Look, when I delete it, it's truly gone. Okay, so at the end of this segment, right, I'll go ahead and cut this segment off. But I really want to leave the parents, especially with this uh, message out here, that you know that that social media, digital media, all that stuff is real right? The uses of it is beneficial for our society, for sure. Absolutely. You know, but we have to be mindful of the, uh, the, the consequences that come along with it. Now, the answer is not more controls, right? And I realized this because I tried to put control mechanisms on my son's phone, on my, uh, on my son's laptop, you know, it doesn't matter, right? They'll find a way to get around it. They're getting smarter and smarter, so they'll find a way to get around it, okay? So it's not really trying to control them, but it's more so trying to educate them. You want to continue to have that dialogue with them, that conversation with them where you're educating them on the positive impacts of social media first, right? So you don't want them to say, oh my goodness, my parents are just killing me with it. They're killing my vibe, right? You want them to know the positive impacts first, right? Creativity, entertainment, um, connecting with different people, meeting new people out there, you know, all that good stuff, right? All the positives that come with it, right? Support system from each other and all that stuff, you know, but also discuss those potential harms like cybercrime and cyberbullying and, and exposure, exposing themselves, you know, with, um, and letting people know who they are and then realizing you're not going to be able to take some of that stuff back, things you say, things you do, okay? So just talk it out. All right, just talk it out. Um, but yeah, so I am done. All right, y'all. So uh, I just want to say thank you again for listening to the Data is My Science podcast, the show that makes data your passion. I am your host, Dapper Data. Um, again, I'll talk about uh, the manual shift brand. I got a bunny, a buddy. His name is Alonzo Corbett. Uh, started a, a app, a app called ShiftBook which is for service providers. So check that out. It's on, um, it's on, um, 
on on both uh, phones, the iPhone and on the Android. Uh, but you can, if you use the promo code Dapper Data, um, definitely um, um, uh, it'll, it'll help you out. Uh, but also follow me at Mr. Dapper Data on any social media platform. The link is in my bio to directly access my podcast on YouTube or on um, on any one of the so on any one of the platforms. Like uh, what are those platforms out there? Apple, Apple, Apple Podcasts, all that good stuff. So and make sure you describe to the Data is My Science podcast. All right. Thank you. Love you all. Talk to y'all later. Thank you for listening to the Data is My Science podcast, the show that makes data your passion with your host, Dapper Data.